You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. The Law of Christ is the title of this devotion, which is a statement that is in Galatians chapter 6. And that is a statement that lives in my heart. You know, I believe in the laws of God, the laws of Christ, and that He forms and shapes them in us, and that no matter what the circumstances are, we live by them. It, it, it guards and guides us. You know, I, I have this little thought that comes to my heart every so often that when I was in Iceland ministering many years ago, the country of Iceland, it's, it's a volcanic, volcanic island, so it's mostly dark rock everywhere. And, uh, and uh, they still have active volcanoes there. And you, um, and glaciers, it's really a beautiful country and beautiful people. I love the Icelandic people. I like how they say yes. When we say yes, we breathe out. When they say yes, they breathe in. They say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're breathing in when they say it. Oh, I, I, it has a certain feeling to it for me that really is endearing to my heart because I love those precious people. But when you drive down the road to Iceland, not everywhere, but in, in the, the country, you see these sticks along the side of the road and they have, let's say, a green or a red top part of the stick to it. And the sticks are quite tall, you know, probably about 10 feet tall, I would think. And, uh, and they're beside the road. You think, why would these sticks be there? And they are there to help you know where the road is when the snow is there. And uh, isn't that interesting that when you're driving and there's two or three feet of snow, you know where the road is because you see the sticks. They mark the road. And it's kind of like the laws of Christ, the laws of God are like the sticks that when you don't know anymore, and I don't know what to do. It's like marriage, you know, can go through times when it seems all love is lost and, and communication is broken and, and everything seems to be gone that you kind of don't know how to connect anymore and don't know how to stay together. But the laws of God is you go, no, I know what to do. Love like He loves. Yeah. And I receive that love from Him to be able to love so I can love even when I'm not loved and I can bless even when I'm cursed and I can do good even when I suffer. That's what Jesus taught in Matthew 5 and 6 and in Luke chapter 6. And, and that's how these are the laws of Christ, right? When He says that we should turn the other cheek and go the second mile and and forgive and, and do good and when we're hated to love and when we're cursed to bless and when we suffer by the weakness failings of others that we pray and endure and Jesus teaches these laws of Christ. What is fundamentally the law of Christ? Love as I love. That is fundamentally the law of Christ. So let me read you here from Galatians chapter 6. I'm going to read the first verse from the Amplified, then I'll read the rest from the New King James. 
Brethren, if any person is overtaken in misconduct or sin of any sort, you who are spiritual, who are responsive to and controlled by the Holy Spirit, should set him right and restore, reinstate him without any sense of superiority and with all gentleness, keeping an attentive eye on yourself, lest you should be tempted also. Bear, endure, carry one another's burdens and troublesome moral faults, and in this way fulfill, observe perfectly the law of Christ the Messiah and complete what is lacking in your obedience to it. Or let me read it again. If a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a person in the spirit of gentleness, meekness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted, bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Can you say that? Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. I pray that scripture comes into your heart because you see the privilege to bear another person's burdens while that can be painful and can be excruciating at times. Oh, I remember one man. Oh, I love him so dearly. He's in heaven now. But he went through a difficult time and I could feel his pulling away. I could feel it inside of me because God had entrusted me with that precious man. And, and, and it was like somebody was pulling my, my intros out of my body. It, it was so painful, so painful. And I kept weeping and crying out to him. I'll never forget it. I was on the M20 on my way to minister in Ely, Cambridgeshire. And uh, there was a car that had caught fire down the road, so the traffic was standing still. So I'm standing there and I feel this pain for this precious person. And I just kept weeping to Jesus, Lord, you know him, Lord, you've called him, Lord, he's yours, Lord, Lord, he's yours. And I kept praying, Jesus, Jesus. And I kept praying and suddenly the spirit of the Lord Jesus in heaven just woofed into my being with the wonderful revelation of his loving, caring heart. And I just became completely still in the rest of his calming presence. Oh, it was amazing. And I was just still. But it wasn't a stillness of an absence. It was a stillness of a presence of the Lord. And oh, I was so satisfied in that rest of his calming presence. And I drove on to Ely's about an hour and 40 minutes, 45 minutes or so, depending on traffic, can be two hours. And, and I arrived there and I was a bit late because of that accident, you know, with that car catching fire. So they had been singing and singing until I got there. So when they saw me walk in, they stopped singing and they welcomed me straight onto the stage to minister. And the moment I opened my mouth, that loving presence of our Savior poured out of me and people started weeping and wailing because they felt so loved they didn't know what to do with it. You see, the law of Christ can arrest all lawlessness and ungodliness and opposition. But the Lord needs us. If a man is overtaken in a fault, if he's caught, overtaken means you caught him. 
Be gentle. Remember, you yourself can be tempted. Be gentle, forbearing, gracious. And many people don't know the law of Christ, so they don't know how to be compelled by it, how to be moved by it, how to be led by it. The disciples didn't understand it. They'd get irritated with people while he healed them. And Jesus, the scripture says in Matthew chapter 9, saw the multitudes and they were like sheep without a shepherd because their problems were so great they didn't know where to go for help. And the scripture says there in Luke, in Matthew 9 verse 38, and Jesus was moved with compassion. Compassion is love moving through you. It's the law of Christ. And you see, restore the person through that spirit. You see, there is a grace that comes from the loving heart of our Savior that gives power for people to get their, themselves sorted. It's phenomenal. The love of Christ will compel people to turn from wickedness, to turn from self-indulgence, to turn from envy, from strife, from hatred, from bitterness, from sin. It's amazing how the love of Jesus Christ is the saving power of his, of his person. And oh, how we want to know that love of Jesus Christ. Philippians, okay. And, and you may say, well, Pastor Robert, you're right. I, I don't know that. I just get irritated, offended, and I strive. So I don't know. It says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse, uh, okay, here, I'll find it for you real quick because it's such a powerful verse. And I know I shared that with you last week. It says, a servant of the Lord must not quarrel in 2 Timothy 2, verse 24, but be gentle to all, able to teach patient in humility, correcting those who are in opposition. If God will perhaps grant them repentance so that they may know the truth, that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil by whom they'd been taken captive to do his will. It's that law of Christ that holds you and needs to have such command over your passions, command over your temper, command over your, your judgments, that it guides them and that your judgments don't just bust loose over people's failings and destroys them. I have spoken in love to people and they felt the love of Christ crush them into complete brokenness and they finally let go of their rebellion and finally let go of their self-will and their lusts. Lust can be such a horrible prison keeper and that people can know what I know what I'm lusting for is sin and wrong, but they can't stop it because they're in the prison of sin. But their love of Christ won't lock that door of sin. It's the law of His love that needs to guard our hearts and keep us from responding. So let me read you here Philippians 2, verse 1. Therefore, if there's any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship in the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. 
and let each of you look out not only for his own twist, interest, but also for the interest of others. Don't do anything to make a good impression. That opium is evil. And I know, I call it opium. Opium is a drug. Once it gets in your system that you love the feeling of having influence and people submitting to you and, and you having power over them, once that gets in your flesh, my goodness, you, you really are in a difficult place because it will not come out through much purging and purging and purging, but that usually takes a long time. Why? Because the flesh is so rebellious in its sinful nature. And so I want to encourage you, never allow that kind of, kind of feeling to, to take a hold of you that you love being important, you love being influential, you love being able to do things for people. And if anybody stops you, man, you, you, you're a monster. No, it shouldn't be like that. And that really takes some self-denial on a day-to-day basis where you sweetly serve with a sweet attitude for that to stay completely dead in Christ so that it can never take hold of you. And what is it that I'm talking about? Let nothing be done through conceit, ambition, but in lowliness of mind, esteeming others better than yourself. There needs to be that you partake is what he's saying. If you in your partaking of Christ had the opportunity to show consolation, to show comfort, to show love, to show goodness from Christ. Don't do it with the spirit of superiority. Don't do it with the spirit as if you're better. Don't, no, do it with a real lowly, humble heart. And don't just be thought of your own interest, but also of those of others. Let me read you verse eight and nine here of Philippians one. Okay, in the Amplified verse 8 to 9, 8, 9, and 10. Okay, this is chapter 1. Listen to this. Oh, I love this. For God is my witness, how I long for and pursue you with love in the tender mercies of Christ Jesus himself. So what is he saying? The love that I feel for you that compels me towards you comes straight from the heart of Jesus. One man whom I love deeply and for whom soul I deeply care and I feel often his his troubles, but I've had to really just pray for him and wait on God to work in him. But he one time said to me, he said, Pastor Robert, how, how is it possible that you love me? And I said, how can I not when the love I feel for you comes straight from the heart of Jesus? You really have to come into a place in your life where the law of Christ has such command over your nature that you know the difference. That what compels me to lay down my life, what compels me to serve sweetly and gently and happily with a good attitude is the love of Christ. This is not because I have such a perfect character or because I'm better than anybody else, no. It's the law of Christ that has command over my nature and enables me and empowers me to serve sweetly and lay down my life for others. You see what I'm trying to show you today? You mean I could have this pastor? Not you, you, you have it. 
You just need to see it full, take full command of you as you embrace it and you submit to it. And it begins to empower you to sweetly, with sweet attitude, with sweet nature, lay down your life to serve on a day-to-day basis. That's the key. That's the key. That's to be at home, day-to-day, every day, all day long. So it takes full command of your whole nature. And as you practice it daily, all day long, you will see that it begins to open up the kingdom of heaven, not just in your home, but through your life to others. And opportunities will come in the most unusual situations where you are employed by that love to show the power of, and, uh, of Jesus Christ. Now, lastly, but not least, uh, let me finish here. He says in verse 8, verse 9 of Philippians, he says, This I pray that your love may abound more and more and extend to its fullest development in knowledge and all keen insight, that your love may display itself in greater depth of acquaintance and more comprehensive discernment so that you may surely learn to sense what's vital, approved and prized, what is excellent and of real value, recognizing the highest and the best and distinguishing the moral differences, and that you may be untainted, pure and unerring and blameless so that your hearts are sincere and certain and unsullied and that you may approach the day of our Lord Jesus Christ without stumbling or causing anybody else to stumble. Oh my goodness. That's Philippians chapter 1, verse 8 through verse 10 in the Amplified. Listen, the law of Christ is in you, but maybe it doesn't have have full command. And you may say, Pastor, it doesn't. I have bad attitudes. I'm unwilling. I complain. I don't feel motivated to do nice things for others, even in the smallest matters at home on a day-to-day basis. I think more about what I want and I feel upset with others that they don't want to do it for me. I'm really in darkness. You are, you are. But Christ has come to carry you in his loving bosom out of darkness into his marvelous light, into his wonderful love. And he will form his law of love inside of you and allow it by His Spirit to take such command in you that you'll be a transformed person and that you will feel compelled day and night by His love to sweetly, like sweet fragrance, lay down your life to sweetly serve on a day-to-day basis. And you'll see as you do this at home and at work and wherever you are, that doors begin to open up His kingdom through your life that will cause miracles to come to precious souls. Amen. Have a good day.